0: a toast rom-coms we thank you for joining us this fine morning day or evening whenever you are listening on your morning commute perhaps it'd be a great way to spend the time or your evening commute Mm, maybe that'd be better you can find yourself a cocktail recipe and a movie to go Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. you know we got lots of stuff going for you maybe this could be your next cocktail recipe you're listening to this and you're like, man, this sounds great. I'm going to try it as soon as I get home. Or you could be like, ooh, they hate it. So, no, because my taste runs long like Allison's. So I'll just stick to a G and t Mm-hmm. And I won't try anything new, which is fine. You do you. Yep. Moral of the story. But you really should try to expand your horizons <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> try everything. <laughs> except heroin. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded in no way, shape, or form like Shakira from Utopia. <laughs> I hate it. She has a very... Un... Imitable? Yes! Inimitable voice. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Good Also word. has an age today. Oh, oh my god, she looks the same as she did in, like, 1999. I know. It's so weird. And not in, like, a weird way, like, J-Lo. No offense, J-Lo, but... Um, That's true. right? Like she has she looks young, but it's not natural. I think it's very filterish. Yes, but the scariest of all has to be Madonna. mm I can't with her face. <laughs> I'm sorry should I cut this out, but like it's a lot. Like the lip filler is insane. Yeah. There's no creases anywhere. Like, she looks like a, a like a shell of her former self. Having said that, if that's what it takes to make you happy and confident, do it. It's just not our style. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't be judging plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. It's, it is what it is. If it's available to you, you got the money. You research it, do it. If you're an icon, I guess you have to maintain your youth. Yeah. Or you want to. I just feel like Cher looks more natural. I agree. And I don't know what the difference is. But for some reason, Cher is just, like, to me, she looks like herself more mm-hmm. than some others who have gotten some work done. I agree. Yeah. Uh, do you know who else has an age today? Who? Julia Roberts. No way. Yeah. Why'd you bring her up? Well, Marie, I don't know if you know about this, but I hope you do. <gasps> We're doing Runaway Bride today. And she's the star, right? She is. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you know who has aged age today? <laughs> <laughs> is that Richard Gare? it Richard Gere? sure is. <laughs> he looks very. Elderly these days. Well, I mean, he's what, 75? Did you look that up beforehand? Or no, is this a guess? It's a guess. Oh, okay. You to very sure of yourself. <laughs> I, because I am. Fake it till you make it. 1949. Yeah, so he'd be like 70. Why don't you just look up Richard Gere's age? Richard I like Gere. to see if I can do. It's 72. What? I'm sorry, it's 72. Because 2022 minus night. Yep. All right. That sounds right. That's my bad. It's my bad, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm embarrassing. I didn't realize um, until recently. I was looking at a BuzzFeed article. That Shocking. He, that he put a gerbil in his butt? That was a rumor. <coughs> I know. Started by who? That he thinks it was started by someone. Was it still Sylvester Stallone or something? Oh, I could see that. It's such a weird rumor because, no, it's not possible. I really don't think it's possible. I I don't know. No, but I, I think he said it was started by someone he got onto, into a fight with on set and then they started that rumor. <laughs> it's just, it's so petty and funny. And it's followed him for like 30 years. Yes. <laughs> no one wants to let it go. Because it's so ridiculous. But that's not what I was going to talk about. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I didn't realize what an age gap there was between Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. It's 18 years. Oh, that is an age gap. Yeah. I think because, you know, pretty woman, they both look so youthful. Like, she mm-hmm. was able to look a little bit older. He was able to look a little younger. Mm-hmm. It was much harder to hide in this movie. His hair, I mean, he he had black hair. And, you know, you have a certain yeah. age where it just, like, right. it was more gray and pretty woman instead mm-hmm. of white. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, he wears it well. I like okay. that look. So that was actually going to be one of my questions for you was, do you find him attractive? He's never been my thing. Agreed. Yeah. I can see how women find him attractive, like a George Clooney type of thing. Yeah, because again, I don't really find George Clooney attractive, but I can see how he is. Yeah, it's just not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. I'm more of a Jeff Goldblum person. Is it the quirkiness? It is the quirkiness. Did you listen to the Conan yet? I'm. I started it. Okay. Cause it's so funny and wild and everywhere. I think I just got. They just got done like talking about his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. I know. <laughs> oh, I do. I love him. Um, quite the age gap in his family too. Uh, yeah. Or his marriage. Yeah. I was wondering if you've ever seen American Gigolo. mm Okay. Richard Gere's in that, right? Right. It was like his breakout, kind of. No, I'm aware of it. Never seen it. Have you? No. Is it on your list? Nope. Is it going to be? No. Okay. I was just curious. I don't like Richard Gere enough. Yeah, but it, I feel like it's a... Like a cult classic? Or just a classic? I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I feel like... Everyone knows what it is. It's iconic somehow. Okay. So I was just wondering. Mm. So, yeah. Let's let's break it down so we can taste these drinks I'm nervous about. Let's do it. Runaway Bride came out in 1999. So many good movies. Yeah. That, like 1999 to 2001. Mm Mm-hmm. Great time for movies. I thought that the runtime on this movie was a little too long. Two hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's long. Didn't think it was necessary. But um okay, so it stars Julia Roberts, Richard Gere, Joan Cusack, Hector Elizondo. I love him. Uh he's so cute. Right? Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, Rita Wilson, Paul Dooley, Christopher Maloney um then those are like that covers everybody uh, except for Lori metcalf who was uh, Betty right, trout right. but it was uncredited was it really yeah That's i just read the facts weird. i don't i don't know why because she was a rather she got some screen time yeah she definitely like she probably had at least seven minutes yeah you know yeah. like even if it was just background she was in there mm-hmm. absolutely was this before your scream too I don't know. Scream came out when I was in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And Scream I- too. Ooh. Laurie Metcalf was like one of the stars. But was but was Scream nineteen ninety nine also? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I want to say it may have been nineteen ninety nine too. I was catching up on some Halloween H two O commentary, and I think it was around the same time as Scream came out 1998 oh, okay. was scream oh I'm sorry 1998 was H2O scream was 1996 scream 2 97 oh that's rather fast mm-hmm. is fast okay cuz scream 2 was really good and Laurie Metcalf's in that I, I don't I don't think she gets a lot of credit Mm-mm. for what she does like she's a great character actor mm-hmm. and no one ever talks about her I agree so the drink, thank you, called the Runaway Bride, should be obvious why we picked it, has two kinds of rum, silver rum, but we used white rum because Google said they're the same thing. If that's true, I don't know, but Google said it, so I believe it. Dark rum, we used Kraken, the Kraken, sorry. It's got a great label. It does. I love it. Um, hazelnut liqueur. We used Frangelico. Mm-hmm. That's my go-to, hazelnut. I know you're not big into hazelnut. I like hazelnut, but I'm just not a, like, a. am not, like, a dessert drink person. Okay. I like espresso martinis, but that's usually as far as I go. I would love to try an espresso martini, but I don't have the willpower to make them at home. Because how do you make the espresso? You have to have an espresso maker. And I don't have one. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have one either. So that's my thing. Yeah. Um, Orange juice, lime juice, and three strawberries, finely chopped, but Allison muddled them instead of chopping. I ain't finely chopping that shit. (sighs) No. Work smarter, not harder. (laughs) (laughs) So, here we go. It's a very small drink. Yes. It's teeny. Just a few ounces. I feel like I could shoot this, but I won't. (laughs) Mmm. So, mm, it seems to me <laughs> like not people are going to make this after their evening commute based on our reviews. So, here's the thing. Why is hazel not in this? Why is it chunky? Like even if you even if you had finally chopped them, we would still be getting chunks. I think you need Yeah, but even with a fine I think we should have strained it. Okay. That's my bad. That's okay. We can try. It. I don't have a strainer. Well, that's why I that's why I didn't strain it. Oh, no. Doesn't it come with a yeah, set though? Yeah, it comes with okay. I I thought you meant like like a spaghetti strainer? Yeah, like a fine colander. Oh, no. You meant like a a more cocktail. cocktail. Yeah, I do have one of those. Anyway, I feel like it was meant to taste like a chocolate-covered strawberry, but the citrus in it? Yeah, because th- this is what I I'm not a huge rum person, but the rum isn't bothering me. It's the hazelnut and the citrus together. I think specifically the orange juice, but I'm going back into. See. Okay, me too. Specifically the orange juice. Yeah, I really don't like this. It's on, hard. On a positive note, it's like halfway gone. Yours is. My theory is the quicker it goes down, the better. This is not my fave, like really not my fave. I would rather I would I, I honestly miss the flying scott mint in comparison to this. I'm not gonna lie, the second drink was way worse than the first. It does not get it did not get better. <laughs> the second drink, it was. What if on the next drink, we just cut out the orange? I do. I'm curious. Okay. I don't taste the lime juice. I don't either. I'm wondering if the lime juice was to maybe balance out some of the sweet or the rum. Mm. No. Yeah. So I would keep that. I'm, I'm not an orange juice person to begin with either. So this is a lot of flavors I don't like. You know there's alcohol in here when you drink it, but you can't taste that it's rum. Right. You just know there's alcohol in it, which is weird to me. Yeah. It's not... Like, I'm not cringing because it's too alcohol heavy. Right. It's the citrus. It's the citrus. I would... I like to know what alcohol I'm tasting, mm-hmm. unless it's tequila, and then block that shit out. But I like the taste of rum. I like the specific taste of gin and vodka. I mm-hmm. want to know that's what I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. This, it's just, you get the heat of the alcohol, and I don't like that. So, yeah. At least it's a small drink. hmm And we have chasers with very cool reusable straws that Allison brought over. I actually posted a story on them.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah.
0: Because they're reusable straws with skull heads on them. They're very cool. Uh, And I was like, when you drink a girly cocktail, but you got to stay a badass. (laughs) Um, Because I love that watermelon lime seltzer water from Target. And Mm -hmm. just throw a splash of vodka in there and you have your porch drink. Yeah. Do you? You don't use flavored vodka, you just use straight. I yeah, I'm not as much of a vodka person as you are. Okay. Um, I do love that cucumber mint vodka. Uh huh. That that was my go to for like a month, but I usually drink gin. Uh huh. So the cucumber mint water goes really good with the gin, but the watermelon, I think, it jives more with the vodka. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to summarize this for us? Oh, you were just gonna get right down to it. We've uh-huh. been there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this movie is about a small-town woman who leaves her grooms at the altar. And a reporter does a story on it, but makes up some of the facts. And then he tries to redeem himself with the story, and he goes down to the town to follow up on it. And he, they fall for each other. Hmm. That was very succinct. And accurate. And boring. My summary of it. The movie wasn't boring. Okay. I just felt rambly. Uh, no, I didn't think so. Alright. God, this fucking sucks. Oh my god. The drink. Yeah, sorry. The drink. I just really hate this. Not podcasting or our podcast. Or this movie. Or this movie. Did you like this movie? Um, I did like this movie. I liked it much better than... Um, my best friend's wedding. Yes. So much better. Yes. Um, so, let's get down to unbelievability. What are you thinking? Is it weird that I didn't have a lot? I don't know, because I don't... I haven't looked at my notes. Well, I'm not going to lie. I think I have some. I think... That it's unbelievable that a seasoned journalist did this kind of a story and didn't fact check anything. That is also my first unbelievability. He's taking a a drunk's word. This guy's at a bar drunk at like 10 in the morning. Also, that guy gave me serial killer vibes. Oh, he was a psycho. Mm -hmm. Definite psycho. Yeah, Um, And then... He, like you said, you can get sued for that shit, obviously, because they fired him. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand why he would do that. It's obvious he's been writing for a long time and knows that's not okay to do. hmm So, yeah. Uh, I also want to point out that even though this is 1999... Julia Roberts writes a letter to the newspaper on a typewriter. I'm so glad that you brought that up. I didn't even give that a second thought, but now that you say that, that's absolutely ridiculous. It's 1999. The majority of people had the internet by then. If Granted, it was dial-up, but still. Or, like, go to a library. Don't use a typewriter. Like, And she goes to set herself up as, like, a small business owner, how's she going to do that with a typewriter and not a computer? Like, you got to connect with people, email. Yeah, yeah. So I was curious as to how much time had passed between the article being written out and then him going to the town because if she typed it out and then sent it snail mail and then had to wait for the newspaper, it would have been a little while. It would have... My other unbelievability was there's a lot of driving back and forth, and this is Maryland. New York City to Maryland seems like more than a couple hours. I feel like it's at least an eight hour kind of a I don't know. I mean, what did it do you remember? Is it Hale, Maryland? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Maybe it's fictional. New York City City. To Hail Maryland. No, it doesn't. But I'll do Hale Street in Maryland. Great. Just. No, I'm three hours and 30 minutes. Okay. Well, I find it believable then. Yeah. So. Sounds good. hmm. Checks out. So. Your go. No, I just went. Oh, sorry. Do you think that Maggie's family, because at this point, Ike's in town, the reporter's in town. Do you think that Maggie's dad, grandma, and fiance would welcome Ike into the home to sit down for dinner? Mm-mm. I found that very unbelievable too. How yeah. welcoming the whole community was. Yes, like he's not that charismatic. No, I I agree, but he is painted off as someone who like gets around and mm-hmm. is, which I guess as a reporter you should be able to do. But he, his character in this movie isn't painted like that either. He's constantly putting people on the defense. I At the beginning of this movie, I found him sleazy. Why? Like, as a reporter. Mm. Like, cornering people and hounding people and just, like, popping... Yeah, it's terrible. Um, popping up in all of her places. Like, she had no privacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, what she did wasn't right, but... What, she, leaving people at the altar? Yeah but yeah don't invade Stalk her. Stalk pers- Yes. Stalking. Great, great word. Mine's like my next one's really close to the whole being at our house thing. They keep all the video of all of her weddings out on a cabinet. Like it's like they rewatch it all the time. Do you think they do? Cause her dad's kind of an asshole her dad sucks right and she's a really good daughter right For what he puts her through so I found that hard to believe yes I found it hard to believe how fancy and expensive the second and the third wedding looked (laughs) yeah especially that third one Because they said that the dad was paying for them, and they obviously weren't well off. Mm -mm. So I agree with that. That Um, third wedding was beautiful in the woods. Very uh, reminiscent of Twilight. Yeah. (laughs) The riding the horse, though, was way too fucking much. Yeah. I hated that. It's not for me. No. I, I would love to ride a horse. I love horses. They're pretty. I don't wanna wear ride one in my wedding gown. I don't want to wearing like shapewear. Yeah. In a wedding gown and heels. And horses, I mean they're I'm not saying they're dirty, but they're dirtier than not riding a horse. <laughs> I mean <laughs> you could get a lot of things on you. Like there's horse hair, they're probably gonna be like some sand or grass or something. You're or gonna smell like horse. You're gonna smell good, call. Yeah. yeah and he was he was a bug guy. What's that called? An ornithologist. That's birds. Right. Entomologist. Entomologist. Yeah. So why the horse? <laughs> He's not Well, they couldn't ride away on little flies <laughs> or moths. <laughs> that was would- barn gully? <laughs> <laughs> what would you say if you got proposed to and the ring was inside a cocoon? Ew. Yeah. Okay. Where's the butterfly that was in this cocoon? Did you kill it to put the ring in there? Do you have a pit with women inside of it in your house? (laughs) Like, they said Silence of the Lambs, and I was like, oh my god, yes. (laughs) Where's Buffalo Bill? Uh, The man is Buffalo Bill. Yeah. He's Buffalo Bill. That full circle with the serial killer thing. (laughs) I So... Remember when they're looking at all the rings Mm. and they get to Mm. Bob's ring? Mm -hmm. I found it unbelievable that someone would say yes to that ring because that was obviously. I get that heart thing as she takes on the personality of the fiancé. But what man is going to propose with a number one ring? It was so gross. But throwback to... The conversation we had about keeping fiancé's rings. Oh, yes, yes. She left them at the altar and she kept every one of those rings. That's mean. If you leave them at the altar, you should return that ring. Yes. Except maybe, what was the gill? Except maybe gills because it looked like a cheapy, just silver Mm. costume thing. That was the only wedding That she left, that I was like, I get it. Because it looked like she was probably 19. They they seem so immature. Also seemed like it was taking place in 1968. Yes! (laughs) Like, even the quality of the recording. Yes, (laughs) and her pigtails and the daisies. And the only thing that didn't say 60s was the trampoline. And... I don't know. It was it was very strange. Yeah. She looked great. <laughs> she did. She did. It was just it was a lot. That's the only wedding I can't really fault her for because I could see that being like swept up in the moment mm. kind of thing. So, the tattoo scene was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. How oh, it was just temporary for her. I loved <laughs> it. <laughs> I thought the luau was unbelievable. Just how good it looked. I I also talked about the luau. I didn't call it unbelievable, but I guess that fits. It was a lot. It looked amazing they had the lays all those beaded curtains in the barn the lights the bar but they said it was an annual thing which i didn't really get but it was like they double did double duty they had their annual luau as her rehearsal dinner mhm was that no it wasn't a rehearsal Mm-mm. dinner it was just like a it was just like a get together like a town get together i think And they made her the focus or them the focus. Yeah. So I couldn't decide if it fit the small town vibe or not. Like they're just looking for things to do. Maybe. Even a little bit before that. No, I have two before that. The wedding dress seller trying to refuse to buy that dress to her. You're turning down money? Like, you're the worst salesperson in the world. You're turning down $700 in sales? Mm-hmm. hmm So I didn't believe that. I didn't either. And then how he put diesel in his car? What the hell? I believe the nozzles are shaped differently, so you cannot put diesel gas in a car. That I don't know, but I just know that it literally says, like, on your gas cap what you take. Uh huh. And he's like, I didn't pay attention. What? You know what kind of damage that can do. Do you know how much more expensive diesel is than unleaded? And she's like, I'll just get my tools to fix it. Do you have a new engine in your toolkit? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it takes. Oh. Is diesel fuel nozzle a different size? Yes, they're bigger. Oh. So. I didn't know that. You'd really have to be shoving to get that in there. You'd break something. <laughs> That's what she said. Um. So, irrational fear. I'm always afraid that I'm going to drive away with the nozzle still in my car. So I check at least three times that I put the like fuel nozzle back in its holder before I drive away. That's something I didn't know about you. (laughs) Sad but true. That's weird. Have you ever been close? No, not at all. That's something I've never, I'm always afraid that I left the straightener on. Okay. Like that I left it plugged in and it's still on and my house is going to burn down even though it's sitting in my sink. Mm Mm-hmm. But leaving a gas nozzle in the car and driving away with it. I think it's specifically designed, like you'd have to step over the hose to like get in the car, you know, like yeah. But no, it's just something. Yeah. We all have our things. Thank you. Yep. No judgment. This judgment-free zone. (laughs) Thank you. I feel very welcomed here (laughs) in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't look like Madonna. You're fine. I have one last Unbelievability Okay um, But it's very At the end Okay So if you wanna Go So My next one Is at The rehearsal At the wedding chapel With Bob and Julia Roberts mm-hmm. And it is Do we believe That they both Agree to get married On Sunday At the church That Bob and her Were gonna get married That week that was my unbelievability. Oh, damn. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no. That's okay. Don't be sorry. I don't consider that the end. That's why I went. Oh, it's okay. okay. I'm not mad. All right. We're good. It just seems like bad juju, right? I agree. I just think, plus, I, at that point, I don't think that they know each other that well. Well enough to know, let's do this. It's more like lust. Maybe. Even that. They don't act like it. No, they had that kiss. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's just, like, the rom-com thing. Mm-hmm. Like, him, it, it, like, maybe it's supposed to be humorous. But, like, you see the guy peeling the letters off, shaking his head and putting up new letters. And it, then there's, like, a, a little montage. I liked the montage. I had a problem with the montage. Tell me about your problem. He was reading her poetry a couple times. Oh, I thought he was reading it silently. I took it to be reading out loud because she wasn't doing anything. Like, in front of the fire, she was looking at him, and he, like, closed the book. So, to me, it implied that he was reading her poetry. And I was like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. I would kill someone. And he was reading her Keats. So it reminded me of Bridget Jones's Diary. He's mm-hmm. like, "I love Keats." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that I had a problem with believability wise, and the tire swing. Yeah. Again, with the poetry book in hand, as he's swinging her. <sighs> I just thought he was reading a book. I didn't realize it was poetry. That's bad. Okay. Let me see here. Okay, that's it. That's it for me. That's it for me too. Do you wanna do another drink before we Let's just do obstacles really fast. Okay. Obstacles to them being together. Go. Uh, You really put me in the spot. Uh, The fact that they're not even together. Yeah. He wrote a derogatory article about her and she has to get over that. But I love lovers to enemies. Nope. Enemies to lovers. <laughs> Same. I don't like lovers to enemies. <laughs> <laughs> that, that trope is our thing. Gotta yeah. love it. Yeah. It's great. Uh, It makes for good banter. Yeah. Chemistry. Good chemistry building. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she's engaged. Small. That's a small one because she's obviously going to run. And do you think his coming from New York and her being from a small town is one or no? I don't because I thought it aligned with her goals. Like, of wanting to sell her products in the big city. Okay. So, and I... Yeah. And it seemed like her dad was going to hook up with Mrs. Pressman, and that would have been all neatly tied up. She had great hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The back, looking at it from the back was something. Hey, kudos to you for remembering her name. Great with names. (laughs) Your superpower. <laughs> yeah, it's the lamest superpower ever. Uh, how do you know my name? We've never met before. No, we've met several times. It's fine. I wouldn't remember me either. I just refuse to call people by their name because I don't know it. <laughs> uh, um, funny story to go along with that. Remember I texted you about the woman who stopped to pet the dogs Yes, I do remember this. Okay, I've been living in this house for over a year. Uh-huh. Had no clue who that woman was, how she knew my daughter's name, how she knew my dog's name. Turns out she's our next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> no clue what <which, laughs> she was. Which one, this one or that one? That one. They've never, ever, ever been out. I, I mean, know. I've never seen... Bernard says he's seen her, so he would recognize her. I recognize... But they walk their dog... Sometimes. But I'm so focused on keeping the boys in line that I don't really look at them. Okay. So. I, I see that. They're a lot to handle. You gotta corral them and they're always pooping. <laughs> they're, Max poops just poops so like much. eight times per walk. And they're not little. No. So they're not Oh, did the bug ever come out? No, no one has pooped out. Um I didn't clean them off the floor, so my daughter used to have, like, a thing for bugs. So she has a lot of plastic toy bugs, and three of them were on the floor. And they're, like, about half-inch size each. And when we got home, they were gone. So they're in the bowels of one of my (laughs) ginormous dogs. We're just kind of waiting for them to emerge. Yeah, Maybe it'll emerge in a cocoon. (laughs) <laughs> with the with the with in it, <laughs> with the <ring> in it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad. I, I I mean, they chewed the book that was next to it, which I should have foreseen, but I didn't think they'd eat plastic. Yeah, that's a new thing for them. Mm-hmm. So, if it makes you feel better, Millie took an empty pizza box off of the oven mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. chewed it up. She didn't eat any of it though; she oh. just ripped it up. Yeah. Well, they didn't eat the book. Uh, they just ripped it out? They just, well, no, they ate that coloring book. But, <laughs> the, but the one They book. were full. They were too full to eat the book. <laughs> but a couple other books. Uh. They did not eat. <laughs> uh, they're just elderly. You can't get mad at them. I know. N- you can't. They are good boys. I think they just have separation anxiety. hmm And perhaps diabetes insipidus. Who knew? Just the one. Just the one. Which, to be honest, we're all shocked that it's the one that it is and not the one who's overweight. <laughs> I told Bernard <laughs> that I don't think he has diabetes insipidus. I think he is morphing into a camel because of his neck. <laughs> and he's just storing all the water. Aww. Poor guy. It's <laughs> a rough go for him. It really is. The neck bump doesn't bother him though. I poke it all the time to see. Yeah, if he's not in pain, and it it does like just seem like a fatty lump. Uh huh. I mean, like sometimes whenever people are elderly, they get hunchbacks. Maybe he's elderly, so he's got a hunchback. Listen, we love the dogs. And he is a handsome boy. He just he's now has a hump. A hump. <laughs> he's still handsome. It just looks like he has a very thick neck. It does. He's been working out. <laughs> just the one side, though. Just the one side. <laughs> you put a bandana on it, nobody will ever know. <laughs> It'll be framing his face. It sticks out farther than his head. That's how I noticed it at first. Oh, he's on the couch. I can't yeah. see it. Yeah, well, you know, what are you gonna do? Nothing. We love all of them, even the hump. (laughs) (laughs) Brings a new meaning to hump day. I don't know. I was thinking Wednesdays, but it's hump day, and we've talked about. (laughs) Let's make another one of these goddamn drinks. Okay, sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right so two new omelets to this drink we did not put orange juice in it mm-hmm. and we just ate honey barbecue fritos so that oh, could those fritos are so good oh my god they're amazing but then that's those are like one of the fritos that it takes like the skin off of your tongue after you eat too many mm-hmm. like salt and vinegar chips yeah it's hard to stop. Did he find one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy also likes them. Um, I just heard him crunch it. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah, me too. All right. So, no orange juice, barbecue Fritos. Oh, our straws are gone. Oh, I threw it away because it was the size of the glass. Sorry. It's okay. It want- makes sense. Mm-mm. It's still not my favorite, but I think it helped. I agree. It helped a lot. Like I don't find this absolutely disgusting anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't find it my fave. Right. Yeah. So definitely better. There we go. It's drinkable now. Yeah. I still would not waste my time making it. No, you had you to, to muddle strawberries or finely chop them. Whatever. Pick your poison. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you find. Mm-hmm. Um, less work intensive. Yes. Oh, the dogs are gonna tippity tap everywhere and. I- Oh, it's so cute, though. I don't mind? Okay. I mean, I don't think the listeners will mind either. They're foraging for my daughter's food remnants. Or my husband's. It could go either way. Or yours. Let's not put you on a pedestal here. I do not make a mess when I eat. Whatever. <laughs> my cat was foraging after I ate a turkey sandwich before I left. Oh, I didn't know your cat did that. She's very selective. Okay. Meats and dairy. But I try to avoid the meats because if it's poultry, she'll have a shit explosion. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. Hi, buddy. Um, Yeah, she does that sometimes. And I had French onion dip out, so (laughs) I just see her nose appear at the side of the bed and just... (laughs) And then every time she jumps on the bed, she gives like a little... Like a little... Like a, I don't know, so yeah. I hear that and I'm like, oh, well, she's coming to check out the French onion dip I did love when my daughter said <laughs> when he's an adult, he can eat as much candy as he wants <laughs> and he said not that I'm an adult, I buy as much French onion dip as I <laughs> <my daughter." laughs> it's so bad my husband always says, Allison, why do you even buy it? you know that you're gonna pound that if you have it in the house and I do I cannot stop myself it's so good. <laughs> and then whenever you get to the end of the chip bags and you just have, like, the crumbs. Uh-huh. And then you're just, like, scooping it out with the crumbs and just, like, okay. So, I have an alternative to that. <laughs> that was an amazing catch. Oh, boy. This is... <laughs> <It> pump's This <out. laughs> is so lit well <laughs> <laughs> He's still there. Basil, back it up, buddy. Back it up. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm back. back up. Come on. Come on, bud. Go. You're Come okay, on. honey. You gotta can you put it in reverse? So, to recap what just happened. (laughs) I'm not cutting it out. My dog was going around the side of the table with all the wires, and he (laughs) decided to move forward when he couldn't walk anymore instead of go backwards, and he knocked a lamp off the table. The catch that you made was incredible. Thank you. Did you see the light bulb like hanging on, just touching the side of it, and it was still on? I did. Science. (laughs) It's amazing. I don't know that this lamp will ever be <laughs> but that's okay. I think it was worth it. Instead of waking your daughter up with like a clatter, absolutely. There we go. It's oh, fine. It is. Yeah. What a weirdo! And he just—he still wouldn't get out. I had—we had to, to push pull, him. I had to kind of pull his hips out a little bit. Yep. Well, I pushed him from the front. Is he going back? Yeah. I I got him blocked. He likes to lay in corners, so maybe that yeah. was his end goal. He wanted to lay down in the corner. What a weird guy. Uh, he's quirky. <laughs> he's, he's your type of dog. He is. He's the Jeff Goldblum of dogs. <laughs> he's very tall. He has long legs. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Where are we? Chemistry? I think we were going to talk about chemistry, but Great. I honestly don't remember. Great. <sighs> um, so, very obvious, Julia Roberts doesn't have chemistry with Bob. Yeah. Probably not supposed to, but God, Bob seemed exhausting. He was all over the place all the time, and I'm with Richard Gere's character, Ike. Who wants to go... Height <laughs> <laughs> up Mount Burma or whatever he was talking about. Everest, I don't know. On their honeymoon. Sounds terrible. It does. Like, I'm all for being adventurous them, but just not on your honeymoon. Or make it, like, a different kind of adventure. How about, like, a walk in the city? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you go to, like, somewhere, whatever. <laughs> like, uh, uh, a little... Easy hike. Go to Nepal. Nepal. Sure. I think that's where it was. Yeah. You can go outdoors there or find, like, Africa. Go somewhere there. Yellowstone. Yeah. Just... It doesn't have to be so extreme. It doesn't have to involve possible death. There you go. Yeah. Um, I thought... The chemistry between Julia Roberts and Richard Gere was so much better than between her and Dermot Mulroney. Agreed. So, I'm not exactly sure why. I don't know if it's because they did Pretty Woman, and so they already had it going on. But the, their chemistry in Pretty Woman was also good. hmm So, maybe it's just the two of them. Yeah, they, they just, they seem to click. Mm-hmm agreed and the chemistry developed over a long excuse me span of time did it so this is something that i was confused on okay how long was he there i was thinking he was there for two weeks so you're thinking it was longer When I was talking about a long span of time, I meant, like, over the course of the movie. Okay. Not how long he had been there. Okay. Like, starting from the moment he first met Maggie, I thought the chemistry was developing. Gotcha. Gotcha. They had the Definite Enemies thing going on mm-hmm. where she dyed his hair. Love that, by the way. I did, too. And it was, like, a perfect dye job. Like, the colors weren't bleeding over each other. It was rather amazing. hmm And then he showed up at their house, and they weren't getting along then. So you had that thing, that whole thing. I liked that he called her out. On what? Just everything, but especially, like, the first thing he did was calling her out on flirting with Corey. Mm. And I liked that, because he definitely seemed upset, because I guess she didn't know what she was doing, and... I don't know. I like that he called her on her stuff. She called him on his. I think that's very important in the movie like this. And by the way, that should have been an unbelievability. But why are there that many adults watching an adult softball game? And and cheering that hard. Yeah, like cheering that hard. That was weird. It was very weird. I didn't like it. Okay. And she was way overdoing the cheering. Yeah. So do you truly think she was unaware of what she was doing? I don't think she was unaware, but I liked her apology to Mm -hmm. Peggy in the morning, Mm -hmm. because I thought that that was a good conversation, like, to establish who both of those people were. And Peggy then saying, like, it doesn't bother me, but having said that, what are you going to do about it now that you know? Yeah. I feel like that's a question that's not really asked a lot. Like, what are you gonna do about it now? Like, you know it now, so. Are you gonna change? Are you gonna keep doing it? Mm-hmm. How are you gonna change? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's a good question to ask yourself during life. Sorry. Dunzel. Done. Done, uh, still not my favorite. Mm hmm. <sighs> but you can't, it, you can't taste the rum. It's very strange. Yeah, it is very strange. Rum has a very distinctive taste. One that I don't care for. Right. Yeah. Anyway. What did you think? I don't know if this has to do with chemistry, but I'm going to, I think it does. Mm -hmm. About her crowing like a rooster to wake him up. I forgot to mention that in unbelievability, actually, because I thought that was really weird. Okay. And to sneak into his room, he's sleeping naked, uh, right no the whole breaking and entering thing it's unbelievable unbelievable when but I it's a but it's a small town and they kind of explain that mm-hmm. so yeah i think that he couldn't address the breaking and entering without damaging his own like persona in the town that he had been building up mm-hmm Um, I think I like it when they start to get to know each other more whenever she switches, like, hey, you do this, or you pay me and I'll give you my side of things. I'll give you the whole rundown. Um, I like that. And I just like watching them spend time together. And I like when they're looking at the rings and he gives his... Idea of a romantic proposal. And is it a romantic proposal? I think so. I think it's honest. But is honest and romantic the same thing? I guess it depends on what you want in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I but she she fell for it. Yeah. She liked it. Would you have fallen for it? No, because I don't find Richard Gear attractive. So I would have never been in this position in the first place. Okay. If? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. James didn't say anything. He just opened a ring box. And I took it. That was it. He said he got too chucked up to actually say anything. He said he had a speech, but... That's nice. It is. So I technically never accepted. I just took out the ring. He didn't even put it on my finger. I think I just snatched that bad boy out. (laughs) You're like, this is my Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's hilarious. So I think the definite moment feelings started to change and we saw the chemistry really developing was when she gave him the Miles Davis record. Yes. And I think everybody else could see that too. Oh, grandma definitely knew. Grandma was on the up and up. Mm Mm-hmm. For an old lady, she was with it. hmm Um And then I think also I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. I was I think you were probably going there the whenever he helps her with his her he helps her with her dad. Yeah, and he was like, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. And then that fell into them getting to know each other over the walk to the farm. Yeah. I, I gotta go. I would not have cut across that field. I would have. It was very high grass. And at night, you don't know what's in there. Although I feel like snakes are not nocturnal. So. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I would agree with you. I don't think snakes are nocturnal either. I think anything would have run away. I feel like you'd see a lot of rabbits or whatever. Mm. You, you gotta hope there's not a skunk. Hmm. Mm. Those are nocturnal. Yeah. Possums, they don't really... Did I ever tell you about the time, though? Possums can be very confrontational. Were you trying to take its food bowl away? I was not, actually. I was just trying to go into my in-law's house. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. We ended up having to, like, throw rocks at it because it wouldn't move. It was just sitting right in front of the door going... (sighs) And it took like a couple of rocks to make it go away. I'm sorry. I didn't know how else to handle the situation. I wonder if. Email it's- us. How do you get rid of a possum who's standing in front of the door? Without throwing? Without stuff throwing? It. Yes. Thank you. Sorry, PETA. <laughs> I wonder if that possum is currently enjoying the heated house you bought. No, it's not. Okay. There's a lot of. That cat spends a lot of time in there now. Is it still heated even in the summer? Mm-mm. Bay, okay. Mm-mm. It should I hope it's not. Because that's gotta be too warm for that boy. Nah, he'll leave if it is. Yeah. Um, whenever Millie stays at my in law's house, my mother in law knocks on the door before she brings Millie out so the cat knows to run away. Because the cat, Millie is very interested in the cat. The cat is not interested mm. in Millie. Really hates Millie. It may be because my dog shoves her whole head in the cat door <laughs> in that little house every single time she goes out. She's probably jealous of the house. Maybe. Maybe. She's like, my mom didn't buy me this shit. <laughs> it is very funny. She just whole head in that house every time. So does the cat time. run out when he hears the knock? Yeah. Okay. So it's like the little signal. (laughs) We're coming. Take off. (laughs) It cracks me up. That is too funny. Oh, I love that cat. Anyway, I'll probably cut a lot of this out because I don't think a lot of people care about this. Ah, you never know. It's true. Email us. Toasteromcoms at gmail.com. Do you care about our pets? Do you care about our pets? (laughs) Do you like to hear about our pets? So, how do you get rid of a possum without throwing things at it? hmm And do you like hearing about our pets? There we go. Valid questions. And ones that are easily answerable by everyone. Yes. Everybody who listens. Yep. Email us. Takes two seconds. Just like clicking those stars. Which you should also do. Because that does it takes even less than two seconds. That takes a half of a second. It's remarkable how little time that takes. I know because I clicked five stars for myself on this podcast. I also did that. Mm-hmm. I also clicked five stars for... With Gorley and Rust. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's this going? She paused. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Give me a chemistry. Uh, the luau. Ooh, I like this because I had one for the luau too. She's really hopped up about not having seen him for 24 hours. Mmm. And he appears behind her and is very... What am I looking for? He's very... Ooh, hello, miss me? It's not sexual, but it's... Provoking... Maybe and suggestive. There you go. He says something like, "Yeah, miss me." Mm-hmm. And the way, like, you could really see how good she was at acting mm-hmm. there. Like, she didn't shudder, but her whole face and body language transformed. Yeah, she like covered herself up a little bit, so subtly. Yeah, but she—you knew she was also excited to see him. Yeah, that's. Really good observation. Oh, he says aloha. 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 We're going to be saying that a lot in a cu- in a month. Oh, don't talk to me about it. I can't. You're the only person who gets stressed out by vacation. It's wild. You take an 18 hour flight with a four year old. I told you to fly with us. You but you're worried about all of our family perishing in one plane flight. Not me. Oh, is that dad? Yeah, that's dad. Well. You also know that story. I do. So, yeah. I'm just saying, I told you to fly with me. We I would know. have kept her, co- especially James. He doesn't sleep on planes. <laughs> he cannot. It's physically impossible and it annoys me. I don't understand why either. Uh, it's because he's not in control. Because if something happens to the plane, he's going to go and fly it. What are you going to do? Exactly. You just perish. Yeah, what was I watching recently? <laughs> I think it was just the weight of the skull. <laughs> They're very heavy straws. Shit! Oh, it was an episode. It was Stranger Things when Joyce is on the flight and they <laughs> yeah. tell her to buckle up, and she's like, "Like this is gonna save her yeah. like, like a crash." It's <laughs> not a spoiler. <laughs> no, not a spoiler. But yeah, exactly. Joyce, how do you feel about it so far? You're you finished two episodes? Three. You finished three episodes. Yes. Okay. So I agree with Barnard. He says he likes it more with each episode, and I do agree with that. Oh, I see. I was hooked from the start. I really like Eddie, though. See, I was really annoyed by him oh, no. in the cafeteria. I think it's from personal experience. Yeah. But I once you cut through his, like, shtick... Mm-hmm. I think he's a good guy and I like him. Mm -hmm. And now that more people are coming together. So do you think, honestly, do you think that this is actually scarier than past? Yes. You you do? Because I think there's always been suspense. I always think there's been like a thriller aspect. I know that you and Alice have been disturbed. Mm Mm-hmm. So you think it is, like, for real, like, way more scary. I do. Is it just because of that one thing that I won't spoil what happens to people? <laughs> or is it more? I think it's more than that. I think it's the origination of what's going on. And how you don't know? Oh, 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 oh. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like, the buildup. Yeah, it's the it's the buildup of everything, mm-hmm. and it also seems to me, and I don't like this seems weird to say, but it's a different kind of paranormal that freaks me out more. Interesting that there's like another dimension that's gonna attack, not attack, but like yeah, to me it seems more ghost. I think that's like my, my connotation based on uh... like what's happening to people. Um uh, so it's more like ghost and like demon a to me. possession yeah. kind of a thing, and that really like creeps me out and scares me. Yeah, I don't do well with that either, which is interesting because I didn't have a problem with this. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you, you, I don't think you thought of it that way. No, I didn't. Not at all. Okay. Also, during the that Aloha scene, like when he comes up behind her. Mm Hmm. He leans in to smell her hair. Did you pick up on that? I did not. And I thought that the interaction as a whole was very flirtatious, bordering inappropriate for the setting because it is kind of like celebrating her marriage to someone else. And it's very public. The whole town is there. And I think her BFF totally picks up on it. Even going back to when she's telling, like, I haven't seen him for 24 hours. She knows something is up. She covers for her, too, with Bob. So she can go talk to him more. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So do you think that implies that Joan Cusack knows Ike is better for Mm -hmm. her than Bob? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what I thought, because I wrote down that whole thing, too. But then she screams at the church when Julia Roberts kisses
1: I think it's because it's just
0: embarrassing. Okay, not that she's not going to marry Bob? Yeah, I think it's just, like, Bob's standing there. Okay. Watching it happen. I think it was just ill-timed and not. Because I was like, you were kind of encouraging this, and now you're screaming. So what's going on? I think it was just the fact that it, like, they're making out in front of Bob. It's it's awkward. Okay. That's how I took it. Okay. Um, I did like their kiss at the wedding, like, the the rehearsal. Like, I thought it was mm-hmm. very, like, they can't help themselves. They can't deny how, like, their affections for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to happen. And the way they talk at the luau after, like, she runs out and he follows her. <sighs> That's okay. It just, it's a really good microphone. Picks up everything. <laughs> Um, their talk after he chases her out with the jacket and they kind of like go at each other verbally a little bit is that whenever he's like you don't know who you are yes okay and she says I'm not the only one that is lost and you know it and it kind of goes into like the kindred spirits they found each other like soulmate kind of thing to me they're what's gonna compete each other yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I thought that played into chemistry really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all I have with their chemistry. Yeah, same. But I do want to say that um, Joan Cusack and Julia Roberts' chemistry was really good. I liked it, too. You could believe them being friends throughout this whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I have some questions, but I'll do that after we do Do They Stay Together. Okay. Sounds good. Or, mo- wait, what moment they fell in love? We're going to do a moment they fell in love. wow. Oh, I'm going Luau. Mm, I think it was earlier. I think for her it was the Miles Davis record. Really? Yes. Because that took thought. To bring it to him. She had checked out the tape at his hotel, saw he liked it, had to go up in the attic, get the record out, bring it to him, and, like, have that interaction. So I thought that showed her love for him. And I thought when they're walking through the fields or driving, and he explains about why his first marriage failed. Yeah, you know what? That's a good call. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, so I think that was him. You might have swayed me on that. Yeah, so... Okay. Those are my moments. Good moments. Do they stay together? <sighs> this is hard. Because I both think they're... I don't know. I don't think they're the most reliable. No. No. So you have to go with, you have to answer the question kind of like, could they complete each other or make each other better? I don't think they stay together. I think they get a divorce. 10 years, maybe less. I'd, I think it's more practical base. Like she has her dad there. Her grandma, his career's in the city. Like, how are they going to negotiate that? They did bring that up a little bit, that he was going to spend time in Hale mm-hmm. so he could finally write his book. They but did, could he be happy there? That's what I don't know. I feel like he's a city guy. She's She says she wants to sell her stuff in the city. I think there's going to be a disconnect and in five to ten years there. They get a divorce. That's my thought. I kind of agree with you. I hate to say it. You don't want to say it, but... No, they have good chemistry. They obviously love each other right now, but can that love stand the test of time? hmm I don't know. I... So, I was a little shocked that they were still able to get married after she left him at the altar. Why? I don't know. I just feel like it was very hurtful. Oh, oh, I'm I'm talking about... uh, I thought you meant, like, in a legal sense. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I'm just saying that Richard Gere was so heartbroken, and she was able to sway him, and I just think it would have been really hard. And that also gave me the question, like, would you have preferred if they have just gotten married there, or did you like how it ended? Okay. So, I had a problem with that first, wedding. wedding because it didn't seem like them. I yes, I already thought it was a bad idea, yeah, to them to go through with it. But then something I thought was I don't know if shady is the right word, but it didn't sit well with me that they tried to block her exits to force her yeah. to go through with the wedding. Yeah. That almost seems to me like that wouldn't hold up legally because you are forcing her. But that's why I'm, in a way, shocked that the second wedding where they actually got hitched happened. Because they tried to block. I mean, I know that she went after it, which she had to be the one who went back to Richard Gere to Mm -hmm. be like, hey, this is what I want. But I agree with you. It was they tried to stop her from leaving. Mm -hmm. I mean, coercion's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good way to start a marriage. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I also wonder how much time passed before her going to his apartment and them getting married. You almost want to say, like, can you guys live together for a while before... I guess that's the montage was supposed to show, but that was, what, like, three days? But that montage is what happened before the first marriage. I know, but that's still time together. Yeah, yeah. They needed, like, a whole year together before deciding this. Especially because she doesn't know who she is and what she wants. Mm-hmm. Well, she took like a week there. Should be fine. Turned in her run and shoes. How long do you think it would take to have someone selling your shit at a store in New York? Like, do you think that would take a long time? I don't know. Right. So, Um. like, could we gauge the passage? I just, you know, I'm just looking for that passage of time there. Usually we say that about them being together, but these guys almost needed Mm -hmm. time apart, too. God, I hated those fucking lamps. I thought they were hideous. I liked the one with the round bulbs at the end, but the ones that were made out of the electrical sockets. I hated all of her stuff. I thought it was so bad. I guess like steampunk people would like it. Oh, there you go. That's not me. Thought it was very gauche. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So iconic scene. Are you ready to move on? I am ready to move on. What's your iconic I scene? I kind of forgot thing? this was a category. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> awesome. We always forget one. <laughs> <laughs> Always forget one. Um, iconic scene to me, I think, has to be at the luau when they're fighting each other. I agree. Okay. Yeah. I see, that's what I picture her in that headdress and, like, yeah. the wine and the lights. With and the, the bikini mm-hmm. top. And, like, she kind of flails around yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Very expressive. I agree. That's mine as well. Cool. So you know it's a good one. Mm-hmm. If you both pick it. If you disagree with us, you're wrong. But still, email us at <laughs> gmail.com. I have some final thoughts. Same, girl. <laughs> Don't call me girl. That's what my daughter told Allison today. Well, I was calling her girlfriend. She goes, <sighs> not your girlfriend. Stop calling me that. It was really funny. It made me want to call her it right more. <laughs> But I chose to act like an adult in this <laughs> particular instance. She was, her big size today were killing me. She stomped more today than. <laughs> she does like this, the stereotypical stomp fish down, does. and she leans forward and like marches. It's so cute though. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> Um, okay, anyway. What were we talking about? Final thoughts. Oh, okay. You had a question. What kind of eggs do you like? Oh, um I don't I- know. So Bernard makes the best scrambled eggs in the world. Mm. So they're very good. But I also like a good fried egg sandwich. Mmm. I like I love eggs, Benedict. I don't think I've ever tried it, because it seems gross to me. It There has to be a good... The poached egg has to be good, because if it's not done enough, then it's gross. Okay. So if it's done well, I love it. Okay. It's so good. But if we're at, like, Eaton Park or whatever, shout out Pittsburgh, um, I just like a nice over-easy on toast. Yeah. Egg sammies are so good. Like the one that... Uh, Bernard had stolen from him. Listen, you didn't see the sandwiches, but holy shit, did they look good. Yeah. Were they made It did Did our brother make them? No, his wife did. Oh, she's a saint. She did so much cooking this weekend. I know. She did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my brother's dog just snatched a, a whole egg sandwich out of Bernard's hand. So, um, okay, I have a question for you. Okay. You said that it was too long, but what would you have done to make it shorter? What could have been taken out? I think whenever she goes to the confession to her ex. Mm. I didn't really feel like that needed to be in there. It was the reveal about the question about the eggs. Yeah. So could it have been incorporated elsewhere? I definitely think it could have been. I also think maybe when he goes back to the city to confront the guy at the bar. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Could have been cut out. Yeah. Did you know, by the way, that the the priest who was her ex, he was in Blade? (laughs) No, I did not. (laughs) It was really funny. Because I watched Runaway Bride, I watched Promising Young Woman, and then I watched Blade. (laughs) All in one day. Like, all in, like succession <laughs> this is my life whenever I'm not working it's amazing so I watched runaway Bride, and then I watched I had one movie break between blade and then he had ginger pigtail braids Ooh. and was a vampire and it was insane and I was like holy shit that's father Norris or whatever his name is yeah so he has range there you go priest in one movie killer vampire in the next with braids with pigtail braids i bet those looked great not my fave (laughs) although i did tell james you really should try to do this (laughs) (laughs) um okay give me another final thought uh we talked about hector elizondo and how much we love him yes but i did cringe When she tells, when um, Rita Wilson tells him that Ike's getting married, and he falls on the floor and kicks his feet, I thought it was funny. It didn't bother me. Oh, I didn't like it. I like whenever he is going to be the best man, and he says, "I'm I'm good, but I'm not sure I'm the best." (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) Yes, he's just like a cool guy. I love him and everything. And also, there were a lot of people who were in the Princess Diaries in this movie. (laughs) Mm. One of the facts talked about that. Okay. Because there was Hector Elizondo. There was the woman who had the dog. Mm -hmm. And then there was the bartender. So all of those people, like this movie had a lot of people from um, Pretty Woman in it. Yes, it did. So all of those people had also, I don't know about the woman with the dog, had also been in Pretty Woman. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on that. Interesting. Um, I want to say that at Ike and Maggie's first wedding when she runs away, think about her in the basement of the church and how spazzy she was. That's not a good sign. That's why I'm saying I thought it was wild that they got married, actually. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be that way right before you get married like i can see being nervous about something going wrong mm-hmm. but the whole like rubbing her ears and standing in front of the fan catatonic like it was a lot rubbing the ears was kind of funny <laughs> i laughed at that <laughs> um really thought it was in poor taste to bring a topless pick out of your ex to show the reporter who's doing a story. Well, that was Gil though. Like he's not the classiest of guys. I feel like that was, he should l- have known better. Yeah. That's a low blow. Yeah. Agreed. Another question for you in, in just about the movie, when they're all celebrating about her being married. At first of all, I thought it was over the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second of all, did the priest receive a telegram that it happened? Because he, like, opens with a little <laughs> letter and it's like, why is there a letter? I didn't even think about that. That's amazing. You're so right. I wish he would have said, stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's great. I think this is my last one. The Richard Gere and Julie Roberts kissing in front of Bob was very mm. reminiscent of Maid of Honor. Mmm. And I just yes. thought great that that was call. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So I think I have one last question for you. I love questions. I really do. Why is this better than my best friend's wedding? <sighs> I think it's because we know that they're flawed, but they also show good parts of them. Like, they show how they mm. take care of other people and they have friendships that are valuable. Like, I don't... Like, you know that they're flawed, but they're not just flat-out, terrible, selfish assholes. I you like there's, that. There's yeah. layers. Yeah, they are more complex characters. And you get down to the bottom of things. Like you're being they're being called out you're lost well you're lost too i just think it's more satisfying yeah that makes sense to me thank you did you have a a, or were you just asking nothing that deep i think that's great i like it okay yeah what movie would you like to do next oh uh martini's oh sorry um i give this i think a four out of five i agree four out of five it's not my absolute like favorite yeah i will watch it again for sure it's just anytime it's on tv it's on yeah Yeah, i put it on i struggle between a 3.5 and a 4 with this one but i can't think of a reason to give it a 3.5 like four, yeah. I would go. I think I agree with you. Like an hour and a half is a great time. So if we could at least just cut fifteen minutes out of this, it'd be great. And the soundtrack was really bad. Yeah, the soundtrack was really bad. We had another one that had the wedding date soundtrack wasn't great either. I think rom comes in general. Because think back <laughs> to Working Girl. Oh my god, it was so bad. Like a river. It made no sense. <laughs> No sense. Um, so there's a lot of options. And I'm going to spit out some options. I just saw a really weird movie on my future pod movies, but it, it took me a second, but it does make sense. Okay. Um, let's see. So we have we have The Wedding Singer. Which mm. our father wants to do, so maybe we'll have to pause on that until we can all get together. Because he's a very busy man. Oh, absolutely! And it's really hard to get get him get him in person. And what's funny is he'll blame you. <laughs> he absolutely will. <laughs> My work schedule—it's just too confusing. Mm. <laughs> we got. I love you, man. Which my husband would do in a heartbeat. who he Loves that movie. Let's do that because Paul Rudd. Yeah, but then there's also Twenty Seven Dresses and Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh. Mm-hmm. So and then there's Father of the Bride, which I've never seen, but I have a feel like, like I feel like it's just a classic that I need to see. Hmm. All right. So let's do one of either Twenty Seven Dresses or My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Okay. We'll see we'll see how it hangs because I also Blanche loves 27 dresses I think it might be her favorite rom-com. Oh, okay. So if we can get her on the horn for that one, sounds good. Or um so we have options here depending on people's schedules. Okay. So you guys can watch all of these movies and be ready to roll. Yeah. Although, I'm sure you've seen all of these. I Love You Man would be the one I would guess people haven't seen. It's so good. Uh, we quote that movie a lot. I think I hated it when I watched it the first time, and that would explain why I haven't watched it since. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe, click those stars, email us, toastromcoms at gmail.com about how to get rid of a possum without throwing things at it if it's blocking entry to your home. Mm. And how do you feel about our pet talk? Yeah, we gotta know. If we we should cut it out, we gotta cut it out. I mean, I can't stop myself from talking about it, but I will physically edit it out of the podcast Mm -hmm. as to not annoy you cuz we care what you think listeners. We do. All 12 of you. <laughs> uh, but there are a very loyal 12. <laughs> go to our website toastyromcoms.com, check out our stuff. It has all the drinks and movies and recipes and all that shit.
1: Yep. And
0: uh, follow toasty at toastyromcoms on Instagram. To see all of our drinks that we post for our stuff. Especially if you're going to visit the Pittsburgh area, Allison has a lot of stuff on there that would be helpful to plan where you want to eat, where you want to drink. I have a lot of free time when I'm not working. And I use it to drink. (laughs) Make that, make of that what you will. I didn't know where you were going with that. That's where I was going with it. okay. Drinking and eating, that's my main hobby. And watching movies. <laughs> since I watch three in a day. They are good hobbies. But uh, until next time, peeps, please watch up, drink up. And cheers. Cheers. I think we made too hard co- eye contact. <laughs>